Welcome back to the Two Opinionated Podcast, Episode 5. This episode we talk about family roles, family expectations, and family dynamics. Episode 5, Family Matters. Hope you enjoy. Alright, Episode uh, 5, Family Matters. I feel like there's a lot of, for a lot of us, the biggest part in our life, the hardest part is going to be navigating through our family dynamics, um, through different changes in our lives, whether that's being a kid, that's being a a young adult, a teenager, an adult with kids of our own, trying to find your place within your family dynamic in that. So uh, with that said, let's go ahead and get started with the first question. What do you feel like your role is in your family, um, in your family dynamic? Um, I would say within my family, you know, there's, uh, what, five boys, single mom. Um, I guess I kind of fell into like mediator, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've always been extremely open, like always been open. I've always left lanes or doors open for like all my brothers, my mom, like whoever, you know what I mean? So like when things go wrong or if there's arguments or there's fights, usually like one of the brothers will call me, so-and-so happened, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that. Then I got to call that person, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Like they're feeling this way, blah, blah, blah. Like let's find a way to get past it. So yeah, I think I'm yeah, a put- mediator. I think my role is um, is asshole. Okay, um, do you intentionally play into that role of your family? Or is that is that something like you were told this is your role, or is this something that it just it just fit right for you and you went to it? I think I just kind of fell into it. Like I didn't I didn't try to be like, okay, I'm the mediator in the family. People come to me with your problems, I'll help you. So I just kind of always been like that kind of person. I don't know, like something's going on i i don't like fighting i don't like arguing i don't like the fact that we fight you know what i mean like i want at some point because you know we have a couple things going on in the family but at some point i want everybody being together i had some i guess you could say like dream because there's five boys of us like getting on a basketball court together at some point you know what i mean like playing a pickup game whether we win or lost or just actually having that story to tell you know what i mean so i always have wanted us to like stay super tight-knit, stay super close. And I think within that, that's kind of just uh, how I learned how to talk to each one of my brothers. So like I, individually, I know how to talk to that brother. I know how to talk to this brother, you know what I mean? So it's learning how to talk to all of them. I can kind of like communicate because sometimes they, uh, I don't know, they get, they get not in their heads, but like, I guess you could say like their anger may get the best of them especially with uh, one of the younger ones who's the extreme high head you know what I mean I kind of have to like calm him down and be like hey look at it like this look at it like this you know our other brother's gonna act like this so like when you go at him say this or go at him like this or approach it this way so it doesn't have to escalate further so we can stay I don't know stay not fighting I guess so do you intentionally play into that role now or is that something that just it comes naturally because i an example would be like some people would be like you're the oldest boy this is your role you're the oldest girl this is your role you're the middle child so you're kind of just your role is unintentionally just kept in the middle you're not the baby you're not the oldest so then you you're trying to find your your route because you're the middle child too right yeah, i'm the middle child so i don't know maybe that's middle ch- child duties i don't know all dynamics for every family but in my opinion or my case i kind of fell into that role okay do you think every family is kind of set up like that you think every family has those roles that are that are defined and do you feel like they're clearly defined or it's kind of just something and it's an unspoken thing have you had conversations with your family about 
the role that you're expected to play? I feel like roles kind of change depending on who you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Like your role might be something for some, like one family member, but then something different for another family member. Like, uh, I don't know, like, I do play mediator, but with one of the younger brothers, like he comes to me, I feel like he comes to me for advice way before he would go to one of my older brothers, which my one of my older brothers, I can definitely say like, their advice would probably be, I'm not gonna say better, but like they've experienced more, you know what I'm saying? But the way that I communicate my role has kind of changed a little bit towards that person. So I feel like it kind of changes. Do you think it's changed throughout your entire family? Like, you think your role has has changed um, as you've gotten older, or has this been a role that you've had since like high school or or even below? Um, I don't know. I think it kind of changes as you get older. It's like, I think that's with all relationships. You know what I mean? Like the dynamics of your family like constantly change. I think uh, eventually, like we we're gonna get to it. Um, was like when you like your communication. I guess you could say with like the elderly, like in your family, you know what I mean? Like as you get older, your role, your communication style kind of changes. So. Yeah. yeah, it's it's weird in my family because I'm the middle child. And I, I feel like from an outside view looking in, I'm very much so the middle child, if that makes sense. Like, like my role was the baby for like five years, but me being the sick kid, then my role was like, I'm the sick kid now. So then when my little sister came around, um, you know, after those first five good years of life, and when she showed up, and changed the role for me and put me in the middle. I'm not the oldest boy. I'm not the oldest overall. That's my older sister. And now I'm not the youngest. So like I'm in this I'm in this weird spot where it's like I'm kind of not forgotten, but like if I'm not sick, I'm not getting attention. So then it's playing sick, right? Like I'm a kid and I'm playing sick because that's yeah. the only way I get attention. So then navigating that, and then my older brother, like we didn't have a dad, so my older brother was the one that I that I followed. And then as you get a little older, you're like, damn, this is the blind leading the blind lead. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. But you don't realize that yeah. when you're younger. That's like funny. I thought, I didn't know he didn't have a map. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so so I'm following him, but I don't know. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. So then there was a breakout there as we got older, which maybe we'll get into into that a little bit more. But we we chose different paths, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But it's just interesting. Are you okay with that role that you have in your family? Or is that something you want to change? Or are there specific people you want to change that role with? No, I, to be honest, I like my role. Like, uh, every family is, like, very different. Like you said, you know what I mean? The dynamics of family just it varies so much from person to person. Um, I kind of, I guess you could say, I'm not going to say, like, it's lucky. But, like, I guess the, the troubles in my life kind of led me to experience a lot when it came to family because like I didn't just live with my younger brothers my older brothers like I lived in a house where at one point it was like me and four other girls like all my girl cousins you know what I'm saying staying at my grandparents house so like learning how to talk to women the right way and like learning the respect for my grandma and like watching my girl cousins fight amongst themselves and like they kind of babied me into that sense so like i was the baby to them but to them like you know what i'm saying like my my roles and my dynamics and my family like they went up and down so like it helped me learn a lot to be honest i think that's why i communicate pretty well with my family you ever i really like your family i've always loved being around your family like the it's that crazy. family crazy. it's crazy but it's big and it's love and like that's yeah. something like family was never something that was pushed in my family if that makes sense like it was never like 
this is like a lot of most of my family i would see them around the holidays or i would never see them like that was it so it was my immediate family but then even for my siblings and stuff it was i don't maybe my mom told us i don't remember it being like no that's your family like put family first like there was no emphasis on that coming around your family especially as we got closer and and i felt more embraced by your family like shit like this is dope that's why like my wife will still kill me like i want five kids i don't know if she's gonna give me five kids but yeah. I want five kids. I want I want a strong family. I want to teach those values. I want I, I would love it if their cousins were closer. You know, like I would love that. Like I want your family. Like I'm not envious, but I'm envious if that makes sense. Like I, I don't I don't want what you have. I want it, it too. It definitely makes sense. Like uh, I don't know. It just popped in my head like crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Mine's crazy. But anyways, like thinking of holidays because you brought up holidays, like. It's crazy now, I guess, like families, like the, like how, how they grow and how they change, like how we're talking about roles change and like your position in the family. I'm seeing like my grandparents, they were like the head of everything, right? So when it came to Christmas, when it came to this, when it came to that, like everything was set up by them. And we had like this low point where like shit wasn't really being like planned out. That's because like roles were changing within my family to where like, aunts and uncles had to step into that position to start getting people together and at some point like the aunts and uncles are gonna have to like step aside once they get a little bit older and like we're gonna have to take over the shit so like roles in your family are something that's constantly gonna change if you want your family to stay close do you think there's people that are stuck in their roles that don't want to be in that role but they they can't do anything about it like that's for whatever reason that's how they're always going to be viewed by the rest of the family and they can't get out of that um I don't think they can stay stuck in their roles. I feel like yeah, that's personal. That's that's the that's their growth. You know what I mean? That's their decision. Like uh, one of my little brothers, because I have twin brothers. I'm not gonna say which one, but like one of them is a hothead, and I'm constantly trying to tell him like, look, man, you gotta talk to people a certain way. Like his perception of like how everybody else sees him has kind of been stagnant for a while. Like they've all all see him a certain way, but I'm like, dude. If you don't want people to see you a certain way, you have to you have to grow a little bit. You got to start acting. I don't know. Instead of acting out, you know what I mean. Take a couple breaths and, and talk to people. If that makes any sense. Like you can't yell at people. You got to talk to people. And that's you playing your role in your family. Like you are that mediator. You are that person who's yeah. trying to to bring that reason. Um, so when you have a family, when you have kids, when you get married, when you do that. What are what are there any roles that you want to make sure nobody in your family ever plays? That's a hard question. That like example, like 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 I've I like how I said like I used to be the mess up, right? Like I, I hope none of my kids, especially my boys, I hope none of them are ever the mess up. I hope none of them are ever viewed that way. And I hope none of them ever view themselves that way. I feel like that that comes together, you know, like when I was that that was who I was, you know, like, you can't tell me nothing. You remember me in high school, like, I was the alcoholic, I was the cool kid that, that you know, like, like that was a role that I felt like I had to play. You chug a bottle of vodka of, like, but that, yeah, yes, I know what you're talking about. But still, but, all the stuff that you went through, like, I'm not gonna say, like, it wasn't something you had to go through or those roles within your family, but I feel like, it made you who you are today. It made you the father you are today. It made you the husband you are today. It made you the person you are today. Like, I feel like not going through that, I'm not saying you wouldn't have reached the point that you reached, but look at the dude you are today. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like- No, no, I appreciate that. I'm just saying like, like, but you saw that role that someone said, 
someone always has to bring the potato salad. Hey, as long as you're not just bringing the chips, I'll take the potato salad. Like, you're bringing something to the table. Like, you're not coming empty-handed. Bring something, right? Oh, but, but But me me in high school, like, me trying to be that person, this goes back to kind of family as well with, with like, me following my brother. I didn't know what it was to be a man. I didn't know what it was to be an adult. So to me, just trying to fit bits and pieces of things together and create a lane because there wasn't a lane, and then trying to continue to be that person everybody expected me to be. Like the greatest thing in the world for me was moving 700 miles away. When I moved away, it's like, I'm never gonna run into anybody who has an expectation of me to be an alcoholic, no expectation of me to be crazy, no expectation of me to fight people for no reason, no expectation of me to be a hothead. There's no expectation to live up to. So I'm never gonna run into anybody here that's gonna, gonna see me from anything besides what I've built as an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you played those roles to become the person you are today to teach your kids that, or to put your kids in a position that they don't ever have to play that role. You get what I'm saying? I do, but you know how I many people are dead trying to play that role? You know, like, they'll never get the opportunity that I'm getting to try to, to switch that. You know what I mean? That's true. And some people are cool with that role. That's real. Because, I mean, some people are my age and older who still play that role. You can't, so here's an example. Like, I remember, like, I've worked with youth for a long time. One of the biggest things is like, you, you'll have a group that you're doing a group with, whatever, right? So like in juvenile hall, for example, doing a group with these teens. And there's the one that's like always the asshole. Like this kid's just always like, he's running his mouth or saying something. But one good day, right? And it's like, man, I'm gonna give this dude praise because he had a great day today. Hey, so-and-so, you did a really great job today. I really appreciate that. Much respect to you, whatever. And then it's like, no, fuck you. I'm not gonna, because I'm, I'm stripping that identity from him. And so for him, he'd rather have a bad identity than no identity at all. Cause that's all he relates to. He doesn't relate to this goody good. He doesn't relate to someone who does what he's supposed to do. And I'm t I'm telling everybody else in this whole room, look, this dude's a fraud. He's not who he tells you he is. He, he's not who you think he is. You know. And I, I've I've tested this theory multiple times. Almost every single time it happens, that person will rebel against that because they don't identify as that. Yeah. So it's hard. I feel like it's very hard to to change that role in your family or on the outside. Yeah, some people do get stuck in roles. That's true, but. Growing out of roles, I feel like just depends on the person. Like I said, it's it's a growth thing. Like you found a way to grow. Some people don't always find a way to grow, and that's the sad truth. So okay, so let, let's move on to siblings then. How do you feel about the term half sibling? Um, so like half brother, half sisters, so on. Like I, it's me and my brothers have never looked at half anything. You know what I mean? Like we were there since day one. Because like there's three separate fathers, you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't share any same father with any of my brothers, but that doesn't matter. Like, I've never looked at any brother, like they're my half brother. Like it's been full, cause we were there from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? But like, situations could have been turned for someone else to where maybe they met their other sibling or so-called half sibling, like in their teens or 20s or whatever you know what i mean they just never really developed that relationship with them then yeah they probably would consider themselves like halves i feel like it's subjective from person to person it depends on how deep you want to take that relationship well yeah that shit was hella weird to me because i remember being a young adult and i remember people being like oh that's your half sister or whatever oh you're she's your half sister it's like that never in my head like i never heard that growing up i never that wasn't a reality to me like that was my sister you know like those all three of my sisters are, are, are quote unquote half, yeah. right? Like two has a different mom, the other one has a different dad. Never once did I view them as half, even even the one that's 11 years younger than me. That's my little sister, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got that a lot, especially at basketball games. When like- You got that? 
when David and Aaron would come, they'd be like, I was like, oh, that's my brother. They'd be like, that's your brother? Yeah, you sure? He looks white. I'm like, no, bro, that's my, that's my brother. Like, are you half? I'm like, yeah, we've never went by that. Like, we're, that's just my brother. I don't know. I was kind of just like, let it go. But uh, yeah, I got that. I got that same stuff. Yeah, I have, I have two two blonde hair, blue eyes sisters. Yeah. Right? Like, so I, I know there's been times like being with them and people think like we're dating because like there's no, <laughs> that is weird. And like, because there's no resemblance there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's just always strange to me. So, so looking at growing up, looking at you were always there with your brothers. Um, how do you feel like, like people, some people grow up together, but they come out to be completely different people. Do you feel like that's just like they may have still had different experiences that taught them different things, or do you think that's more just that's just the soul or that's that person who came out like that? I feel like that's just the person that came out like that. Like I can I can see similarities in upbringings in all my brothers, like all of us. You know what I mean? Like I see similarities with me and David. I see similarities with me and Aaron. I see similarities with me and Isaiah. And oh, I'm saying names. Sorry. I see similarities with like all my brothers, basically. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with names as long as it's not like. Yo, did someone so like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, wrong with that. I find similarities within like all my brothers. Do you find it hard to the ones that are like like huge differences that you see like different views? Do you find it hard to respect those different views, or do you just respect it for for being what it is? Um, I respect certain views because if we're gonna get in a, a little bit deeper, like where do you see? family and wife relationships you know what i mean like who who comes first in your eyes are we gonna get into that right now yeah might as well we're here okay uh so so give me the examples you want to you want to go off like in a relationship like let's say before you get married right in a relationship before you get married right you have a girlfriend you guys are starting to get into the thick of it and they're telling you signs you know what i mean like in that regards, what would you do? Like, what would you do if they're telling you signs about another person? That's not your wife yet, it's just somebody you're talking to or someone you've been with for a minute. And they're telling you signs like, yo, you might wanna pay attention to this, 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 and this. Like, how do you address that issue? With them or with her? Everything. Well, I would look for it. I mean, it depends on the, on the person who's telling you. Like, I don't really have people in my family, maybe a couple people, who if they told me that, then I'd be like, oh, good looking out, let me, let me look for that. You know, if I if I did, then I'd be like, hey, good looking out. Let me look for that, you know, and then I would look and see if I see that. And it depends on how you know how people get in love. Right. Like the blinders are up. Right. For for a lot of people, you don't want to see it, you know, if it's a negative. So, you know, I, I would look for it no matter what I would look for, even if it's a wife, I'd look for it. But I think I think you move different. The, the moment that ring goes on, like I know how society's set up. I know how like 2021 I know how marriage is viewed i understand the commitment part of it versus the contract part versus you know i'm not getting tied down blah 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 like i get all of that but if you're going the marriage route to me i feel like as the moment that ring goes on the finger that's number one if you're not if you're not if you're not ready to make that commitment don't put that ring on her finger you know yeah it's facts. that's that's above everybody so then like if it's a beforehand if i ignore the signs like you're trying to tell me i'm ignoring it the whole time now that i'm married like i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna do nothing about it but she's first now you know like 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 y'all didn't get to me for whatever reason i'm stubborn you didn't phrase it the right way whatever it is i didn't get the message before we got married now that we're married you can't tell me nothing i mean you can but i'm not listening to you 
Okay. Okay, I get it. Makes sense. Like, uh, you, you feel the same? You feel similar? Um, semi. You know what I mean? I feel like it. It, it all depends. Like, I, I don't feel like. Well, I guess everybody it depends on how close you are with your family and like, you know what I'm saying? Your people. Like, I feel like honestly, you should always choose your wife. Like, I, I do. But then at the same time, I also feel like your wife should not separate you from your family. And if she is separating from your family, that is that that's that's a problem. That is a huge problem. And I feel like that's, that's real. But that's on you. But I know. But I feel like that's something that like, I guess in the yeah, in a sense that is that is on on me. That would just be, I don't know. Like me, this is different. Um, it might even not even make any sense anyway. But me and my wife moved 700 miles away, right? We yeah. were dating at the time. We weren't engaged. We weren't, we, we just, we moved up here dating together. We ended up getting engaged, getting married. Um, when we did that, like, I feel like some families and some people would think I'm trying to separate her from her family, like with that move. But to me, it's always like, hey, hit up your mom, hit up your dad, like talk to your brother. Like I've never tried to put a barrier in between that. Like it's always supporting that relationship. So you can't look at one action and be like, oh, red flag. I feel like that is a red flag. Like. Like, let's say her mom or dad was like, hey, he's moving you 700 miles away. That's a red flag. It is a red flag. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily a negative thing, but it's something to look for. It's something to look at and look into. Like, well, why is he doing this, right? And yeah. then if there was a cutoff, if there was a cutoff, like, yo, don't talk to them no more. Or we stopped talking to them. We stopped talking to them on Christmas. Or we, you know what I mean? If there's a cutoff there, then it's like, okay, that red flag meant something. You know what I mean? For sure. So it depends. And that, that would be, and even that would be on her for allowing me to do that. Like, if, if I was trying to, to split that you know like 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 me like getting married you have a ceremony like in my mind you have a ceremony for one reason like like it's expensive and there's no reason besides having a ceremony to let everybody you know who means anything to you you letting them know this is number one now like don't try to come between this like just let all y'all know no matter where we stood before as soon as the ceremony is over this is number one so like don't try to come in between that like that's that's like, like, that's the question. Like, if you have any objections, speak now or forever hold your peace. Like, this is your time. Like, this is the last second. Like, if you got an audible, if you got some shit to say, you better jump up and say that. Because once this is over, shut up because it doesn't matter. Like, you can talk it all you want, but it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to change because now this is my number one. Yeah, that's what, ah, shit, we dealt with that. So it makes sense. But say, but same time, if there's an issue, like, like, let's say you and my wife hated each other, right? If there's an issue there, I'm going to be talking to you, not behind her back, but privately. Like, she can know we're talking, but, you know, like, just me and you. But I'm also going to be talking to her. And if it's me, you, and her together in a, in a, in a room, you're going to know for a fact it's me and her. You know? Because that's how it is. That's how it has to be. That's, 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 that's my wife, right? Exactly. So she, she says some foul shit to you. It's going to be like, I don't know if it's going to be like, yeah, it goes double for me. But it's going to be like, okay, cool. This is where we're at. We're going to leave. And then as soon as we separate, it's... Yo, that was some foul shit. Like, don't do that, you know? But but in group, in public, and whatever, always having her back, always putting her first, and then trying to solve whatever issue you two have because we got to solve that shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, staying progressive. That's that's a that's a wild-ass rabbit hole, though. Trust me. It's a, I know. That's, that's a... It is a crazy-ass rabbit hole. It is a rabbit hole that's been going on for a while. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen that in my family, too, you know? Like... Yeah. just the certain things that are like the breaking points like where's that breaking point and then where's that line between but that's your that's your brother that's your your son that's your whatever okay so in that case where is the line 
where where would your so-called line be to cut off a family member like what would a family member have to do for you to cut them off like where's the line uh, with me it's mostly racist like like it's mostly some racist lines well i i, I don't know we can get into it right now i guess it's mostly racist but it's also like if you, it, it depends on our it's like the maya angelo quote about like people won't remember what you say but they'll remember how you made them feel your family members just always make me feel like shit like there's no point to have you here yeah right so yeah. there's kind of there's a line there and then if you're saying foul shit about people who who it's almost like there's a there's a hierarchy of like wife's here this person's here this person you know like almost like so if you're saying some foul shit about these people then we need to have that conversation and if y'all can't clear that up then guess where your place is like it's out of here you yeah. know what i mean and then and then family friends anybody who is like supports it zero but now like you feel like you're entitled to something it's like like my table is not just for family like my my, my table is a building table like always family friends everybody is a building so if you're not part of that it'd still be cool but to cut you off would be like doing some foul shit to people you know that they're above you in my hierarchy if that makes sense no it makes sense yeah what about you i, th I feel like it would be harder for you to cut off family i'm really close with my family like i said so like in order for me to cut people off like my boundary trust me has been tested over and over again and like it would take something like up 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 like up and beyond someone like i don't know stealing everything i have or you know what i mean trying to put their hand definitely trying to put your hands like i'm not gonna say on me because me and my brothers we fight but like if anybody ever tried to put their hands on like my future wife or future something i'd be like yo you're cut off like it would have to be some extreme extreme stuff for me to completely like cut a family member off like i have a lot of patience i guess how we were talking about uh like learning how to talk to people you know and dynamics how they change you know what i mean from person to person and it like changes with age like as i've gotten older with my older brothers you know what i mean when i was younger they could talk to me or they felt they could talk to me however they wanted you know cussing me like this call me this name say that say this blah blah as I've got older, when they start to get on their rants, like, dude, you're effing this and that, blah, I'm like, look, man, like, chill, calm down. Nah, man, you're gonna, like, dude, I'm gonna hang up on you. I'm gonna walk away from you. I don't know, you're not gonna, bye, bro. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm not a little kid anymore. Our dynamic is not the same. I'm a man. So, like, I feel like in relationships, you know what I mean? Like, everything, like, everything grows, so. Have you had to deal with with family, whether it's blood, probably not too much blood for you, but whether it's blood or someone coming into your family who's racist, have you had to deal with that? And how did you deal with that? Um, the only racist thing I've had to deal with in my family is probably Sam. Because Sam doesn't like white people. So there's nothing you could do about a dog not liking white people and trying to bite every white person that comes in the yard. But besides that, nah, my family's too mixed up. Like. We have white, we have Asian, we have black, we have Mexican. We like, it, it's it's so mixed up and everybody's so it's like accepting in my family of like whoever, whatever race. Like we have Armenian, cause Aaron, you know what I mean? Middle Eastern, like everybody's kind of accepting in my family. So to be honest, within my family, I haven't had to deal with too much racism. I know on your side, like you definitely have, but it's, it's I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm really trying to think back if I've ever had to Nah, like not really, not within my family, within the town. Hell yeah. Oregon. Oh yeah, that's that's. Oh, my God, my God.
Yeah. It's funny because, like you said, it's so mixed up. Like, there's not going to be... I mean, I think there's a there's a, a higher probability there won't be as much racism when there's the mix-up. But my family's mixed up, too. Like, like I have Japanese cousins. I got... No, that's true. Know, like, I, like I, got, I got Mexican nieces. I got... Like, every, everything is mixed up in my family, too. But, man, if there aren't some white robes in those closets, like some of my cousins and shit, dog, like that... See, that's the stuff where it's, like, easy to cut off. And for me, it's like... I'm always about educating, having conversations. I'm always about, like, it's never like, hey, look, like, you're a racist. F you, we're not talking no more. It's always like, look, let's have a conversation about this. Like, look what you said here. Not a blatant N-word, you know, but I'm just talking about, like, like, look what you said here. Look what you're having an issue with. Like, I have an issue with that. Let's have a conversation. Because I feel like with family, friends, anybody, you can't be afraid of having tough conversations. You can't be afraid of conflict. Like, you, conflict is good. You're going to have those 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 times where you have to have those conversations i've had cousins they'll be like yo i'm sorry like i didn't know you felt that way i didn't know i've had white cousins say like like i've seen it like not even them knowing i'm seeing it just seeing it online being like hey how can i be racist i have a black cousin like what the hell does that mean like you didn't you didn't you didn't tell my mom who to get with it's not like you suggested that like hey black's fine with me you were just born and you had a black cousin or black cousins like that that doesn't mean you're not racist right yeah that's just hilarious to me. That's but then trying, trying to have those conversations with them because that's that's I feel like that's necessary. Like that's my role. That's everybody's role. Like if you, if if they're close to you, you have those conversations. But then sometimes it's like they cut me off. Like whoa, don't even say, don't even suggest that I could be racist. Like no, I'm telling you, you're racist. I'm telling you why, and I'm telling you how you can try to not be racist. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, they don't want to hear that. Like that. That's but it's concern. wild. That's a completely different topic. That's another topic. I'm just gonna say they don't want to hear that. That's they not- don't, and it, and it is. We could go into that. Yeah. But I'm talking that. about cousins. Like I've known my whole life, and it's like not even put them on blast. Like DM, see something DM. I'm not gonna write it out on Front Street because I'm not gonna do you like that, right? DM. Mm-hmm. Hey, look this, this, and this. Either giving them statistics, talking to them, whatever. Here's my phone number. Hit me up. Blocked. Like they block me. Like for real. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you. I don't want to hear that. People are wild. People are wild as shit. Listen, there's a reason our world is the way that it is. But you'd think think family would afford you a conversation. You know? Like, that's wild to me. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. (laughs) Okay, so let's get get back to to the dynamic. Um, Have you ever had family who you feel like didn't support you in anything that you were doing? Um, No, I never felt like I had family that didn't support me in anything that I was doing. I felt like I had a family that kind of seen their vision was above my vision so they felt I should jump on their vision more than the visions that I have myself but it was never like no don't pursue your thing it's just like more hey take a little bit less time from what you're doing come see what I'm doing and come help me build this because this is where you really should be at but like it, it it's never like they didn't support anything I'm doing I they've always supported everything I've always supported everything that my they want to do so it's kind of I don't know. I, I haven't really had to deal with too much like unsupported family members. I remember. Man, when, I, want, I want your life experiences. I remember. That's what I, want. I remember when uh, after Dixie State, like, and even a couple times during Dixie State, like, because I'd be balling, right? And like, I would get a call from my uncle, like, hey, how's it going? Like, I never talked to this uncle. He said, yo, when you make it big, don't forget me. I'm like, all right, bro, I won't forget you, but. That that was funny, but uh, outside of that, like now, nah, like the boys like been pretty supported. So 
Hmm. Well, I've been making music 18 years, and so there's been very little support in that from the family. It's like, I don't even know if anybody's heard any music, you know, yeah. like stuff like that. But, you know, it goes both ways, and there's certain people that I have to acknowledge I haven't been super supportive of either, you know, and so sure. two-way streets on that. Have but you I ever wanted... Like, I feel like music, it's hard. Like, I feel like music's hard because, like, uh, a lot of people don't really see the vision that you, like, see or they just can't see it until it happens. I feel like that happens a lot with music, like people in the music. Cause like, I don't know, I, I, I'm i always on my guitar, like always playing something, I'm always like working on something. I'm actually going, supposed to see a friend tomorrow, you know, to mean go work on something. But like my family, I've never really told them like, yo, I wanna pursue music. Cause like, I'm also pursuing other things. You know what I mean? I just, I, I love music so. They've never been like, oh yeah, like super supportive towards music. And I've even like said some stuff and they're like, oh, that's just a hobby. Like, you know what I mean? You need to spend more time doing this, doing that, blah, blah, blah. But I never really seen it as hate. Cause like, if it's something that you love to do, you know what I mean? Just, I don't, I don't know. I never, I never really tripped off of it. Yeah, I've always, I've always felt a lot more support from strangers with music than I have with family. It's wild. I always repost your stuff. It's good. I know. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. That's why. That's why. That's why we're friends. Exactly. So, um, have you ever felt like you've wanted more for a family member than they've wanted for themselves? And then, how do you deal with that? Because to me, I feel, feel like that's the hardest thing in my entire life is trying to accept things that I refuse to accept. Like some shit, I just I'm not going to accept it. You know, like like you you have family members who have who have who have dealt with certain. Um, certain things that have stopped them. Like, like we both have family that's been on drugs, right? Facts. So, so family that's been on drugs and it's like, you want what's, what's best for them. You want to help them or an abusive relationship or in an unsupportive relationship or in, in a, I'm going to do the air quotes cause I hate the word, but it's real in a toxic relationship. You're like, yo, you need to get out of that. Like there, there's no love here. There's no support here. There's no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's super hard for me. So how do you, how do you deal with, with family that you love, that you care about, that you want better for them than they want for themselves? I feel like, to be honest, you can just show your support. You could just, you keep saying stuff, you know what I mean? Like, uh, my mom, she's, she always told me, like, if, like, like, pray for that person, pray for that person, pray for that person, uh, just pray for that person. Just pray. Like, all you can do is support that person. You can't really, do anything for somebody that doesn't want to do something for themselves like it, it's hard and it's tough and you hope that like they'll fall scrape their knees see that it really hurts and be like dang i don't want to try to i don't know jump over that hurdle anymore i'm actually going to take this way because it's i'm not going to scrape my knee as much you know what i'm saying like it's kind of like you just got to hope that they make the right decisions. There's not really too much you can do for people that don't want to better themselves, whether that's family or whether that's friends. That's that's a tough thing. I feel like a lot anybody has to deal with. A lot of people are going to have to deal with that, just period. And uh, all you can do is kind of wish you want the best, for, like wish the best for that person. Like I've seen with my, my little brothers, you know what I mean? With them trying to figure out what they want to pursue and me trying to tell them like, yo, do this, do this, do this, do this. If they do it, they do it. If they don't, you know what I mean? Wherever you land, I just hope that you're happy. And if you're not happy, come to me. We can talk about this. We can figure this out. Get you in the direction that you will become happy or find happiness. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I feel like somebody knowing something and somebody realizing something are different. Like yeah. someone can know something, but like that light bulb doesn't pop off. But then like that moment, whatever it is, like an experience, somebody else tells them, maybe maybe somebody phrased it differently and then that light bulb pops off. Cause like, man, I know since I've been, since I was a little kid, I try to get my mom to quit smoking cigarettes, right? And I remember- I used to break cigarettes. Listen, I used to break my grandma's cigarettes. I used to hide them. I used to fill up her ashtray with water every single time. I'd always put water in it just to like piss her off, made her hella mad and then break like a few of them, put them back in there. I was always getting stuff thrown at me. Like, I don't know, you can't, you can't stop, I tried. I, tried. I used to take them and put them out on my hand. I used to put them out on my tongue. I used to take them and smoke them myself. Dog, I went as far as I could go to try to to try to stop this thing and there's no stop. And then God forbid a time she actually lose her cigarettes and I get woken up, screamed at where are my cigarettes? Like I didn't take your cigarettes, not this time. I didn't take them. You know, it's just always me though. Yeah, that's funny. To this day, if she loses her cigarettes, she thinks it's me. I haven't tried to stop her in Years. however long. But that's just, that's just hurtful, man. Like that's hard. Like that, you, you want the best. Oh, recently, uh... She was having like bad nerve problems because she was taking this medication that she shouldn't have been taking and messed up the nerves in her feet. So like her, I guess her arteries and her legs were like starting to shut. And so she went to the doctor. I don't know if they put a stamp, but I think they cleared everything out. And so all she has is like one left. And when you smoke cigarettes, it closes them, right? So like, they're telling you, you have to stop smoking. You have to stop smoking. You have to stop smoking. So like now's the first time where it's like, really she has to stop smoking so i think she's i haven't talked to her about like how many cigarettes she's smoking in a day but i know it's either down to like one or none has she ever said she wanted to stop or is this something she was like no i just i like it no she never cared she never cared she's like i think that that makes it a little different like like to me i wish my mom would be like yo i'm gonna smoke leave me alone okay cool i'll quit stressing off you know but she tells me like i want to quit so it's like i buy her nicorette gum i talked to her about the ways i quit smoking cigarettes there's multiple times that I quit smoking cigarettes. The, you know, you're like you're trying to support somebody who says they want support, and that's cool. Like, like I'm with you. You want support, I'll be there for you. But if you don't, like, just tell me. You know, so I can quit acting like like this is something we're both working on together when you're actually not trying. Facts. My mom quit. Did she? Yeah. That's great. Good for her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I quit. I quit. I smoked a pack a day from 16 to like 21, 22, and then I quit, and then I didn't smoke for like like five years and then I started smoking again because I thought I could you know just while I'm drinking I smoke and then I started back up again for like another year and then I had to quit again that's just rough man but if you want it if you want it if you want to quit you will you know yeah it's facts it's like the family the family who 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 comes and goes the family who who may be racist the family who who may want to talk who doesn't want to talk all these people I feel like I feel like I try to keep the door open for these people but I'm not gonna beg anybody to walk through it. You know, like like when people show who, who wants to support, who doesn't want to support, I just leave it at that and just, like I, I'm tired of begging for support. I feel like I don't like begging anyway, but I feel like I'm not begging anymore. Like I'm just I'm just taking notes. I just, I see you supporting, I see you not supporting and we're gonna move forward accordingly, you know? For sure, Look, I feel like it's reciprocation. You know what I mean? At that point, it's like, you see them supporting you, they do anything. It's like, shit, I'm gonna support you as well. You know what I mean? It's like, you show me love, I show you love back. Do you feel like you need acceptance from your family? 
for what you're doing? And how, and how would you feel if you knew for a fact they were against what you were doing? Like if you started stripping, Donovan out here stripping, hair's flopping in the wind as he swings around the pole. And you, that's what you want to do. That's your love, right? Yeah, for But your family doesn't support it. Like, does that matter to you? Would it hurt? Would it not hurt? Would you just try to get their understanding? Like, how would that work for you? And that's a ridiculous example, I know, but might as well. I, if my family didn't support me and it was something that I really love to do, I don't think I'm not going to not do it. Stripping is nothing that I want to do. It's nothing that I will do. But I don't know if my family came out and was like, listen, I don't want you to play the guitar anymore. I don't want you to write songs. I don't want you to pursue anything with music. I'm going to be like, um, no. I'm sorry, like, this is something that I enjoy to do. It's a stress reliever, it makes me feel good. Like, if you don't like it, like, if I ever do put something out, you don't have to hear about it. If you don't want me to do it around you, that's fine. Like, I won't play my guitar around you if it bugs you that much, but it's nothing that I'm gonna stop doing if it's something I love, you know what I'm saying? So like, either accept it or I don't know what to tell you. Do you have, do you have family, this is a little off topic, but do you have family that you love but you don't like? And I don't want names. I'm just asking, like, like, like to me, love and love versus like. It's like, it's like I love this person, but I don't actually like them. If if they were a friend, I just or or another person, I'm just not talking to them. But since they're family and I love them, I still keep them around. But I really don't mess with them. Like I don't I don't like who they are. Like people, not everybody connects. You know. Um. I don't. That's that's hard to say because it is family and like age plays like a huge, huge role. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, like my older brothers, like there's like a nine year difference. Like we're at completely different stages in life. So like, if we weren't family, like, would we be friends? I don't know, maybe be a mentor or something like that, but I don't know how close we'd actually be. You know what I'm saying? So like, or if I would even like fuck with them like that, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like that, that's a tough question, but there's no, there's no family member that I necessarily don't like. There's family members that we butt heads and there's family members that if they want to put on the gloves, we could put them on right now. And like, I will give you a hug right after, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. There's a couple family members that I really do want to put the gloves on with right now as we speak. So like, um, there's nothing I don't like, but still. Yeah. I just mean like, like some people are just annoying as hell. Like just human beings, you're annoying as hell. Like we might share blood, but you're just like every time a family member sees you, he like pulls on your hair or kiss you on the cheek and then smack the other one. They're like, do dirty things. It's like, I don't like this dude. Aaron, I, that's fine. I don't care. I say names. We would be sitting there. Thanksgiving doesn't matter. This is before like, I don't know. This is always when just like we got together for like family get, he's off at UC Davis or he's in San Diego, LA, whatever. I think he stopped when he was probably 33, 32, something. I don't know, around my age. Anytime he seen me, I'd be sitting there doing nothing, eating my food, slapped to the back of the neck. But he already knew what that was gonna happen. Big wrestling match, we're fighting in the middle of the living room. Grandma's trying to hit us with the broom. People are trying to stop us. Cousins are like, oh God, there they go again. Like, it was an instant fight, instant wrestling match on site. He annoyed the shit out of me constantly. But that's love, though. That, 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 that's, that's love. That's it. That's his way of just saying, "Hey, I love you." Like, yeah, but now like, I'm not going to come hug you, but I'll hug you in different wrestle positions on the ground. I guess so. It was more body shots. I guess those are love blows. But like now, that doesn't really happen. Now I kind of like I 
give it back to him. He'll be sitting there, slap the back of his neck and tell him to do something. And at some point, you know, he has boundaries. He definitely will. But I always get him to the point to where it's like, we don't actually end up like wrestling because he doesn't want that anyways. Okay. So, so, so the lovers, like, I feel like there's, there's family I definitely love, but I don't like. Like, I just, I just don't like them. You know, like, and they probably don't like me either, but I just don't like them. And I feel like with those people, it's like, you have to keep the love and hope the light catches up. If that makes sense. Like, you hold on to that love. Like, hopefully one day, the like will catch the love you know like hopefully it's at that same thing but also recognizing like family's family we all want to get along we all want to be in each other's lives but for those certain ones it's like i i hate the word toxic but for those certain ones they're like toxic to your mental health like you have to cut them off just to keep keep moving and again like you say you keep the door open come back when you're done but you have to do that to keep moving forward that's real so besides that when does when does a friend become family and do you have any friends that you would say are closer to you than family actually is oh donovan wanting to compliment i love you donovan so yeah yeah i'd say donovan uh donovan p uh he he's he's like a brother to me you know sure. he's my little brother always be my little brother um yeah i'm closer to you than than any of my family i think that's pretty easy to say besides my son and my wife and my mom but um, I think it's commitment and time. It's like, like with people, you're born into a family, you have nothing to do with that. Like you're just born where you're born. It's like, it's like talk about religion that you have. Like usually if you're born into a certain religion, you die with that religion. It just depends on where you're born in the world. Right. Yeah. So your family is your family. You have nothing to say about it. And then you get to build the family you want. You get to, and you don't even know you're doing that. Like I didn't meet you like, Oh, I hope he's my little brother one day. Look at that little big head and running down the basketball court. Like I didn't, I wasn't hoping, you know, like you yeah. connect with people and some people you stick with, some people you don't stick with. And then you move from like that younger high school brain to an adult brain. And like we build together, we talk together. There's no sugarcoating shit. They're straightforward. Like we connect in a way that I want to connect with people that I talk to, you know, like if you were overly sensitive, I couldn't do that because I, I hate sugarcoating shit. Yeah. You know, if people are nah. like, I can't do that. So I, I feel like there's, there's, there's time there's commitment, there's levels, and then there, there's knowing that that person has your back. Like, I feel like you have my back mo more than most of my family would, if not all my family, you know? Yeah. So so how do I not, like, that's an easy transition, like, friend to family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I can definitely say the same thing. You would definitely like a brother. That you, that but you. But I'll call you a, a, li a little, little big brother. There you go. Big yeah. Okay. Uh, little, little big you, brother. Huh? And that, you, and, and that you love me? Sure, you can say that for sure. Um, but yeah, I have, uh, I guess I, I have a couple friends. I've like you and Brandon that are like, you guys are my brothers. Like, I don't really like, I, yeah, you're friends, but like, we've been close for so long, you know what I mean? When the dynamic changed or like when that trend, I don't know. I just feel like it just, when you see someone that like, cares about your progression the way that you care about your progression and is always looking out for you always has your back and has always had your best interest and like no matter what through thick and thin you guys stay together i feel like that's when that transition from like friend to family like comes around because like there's just a lot of things that like i call and i talk to you about before like i call and i talk to like my family so and there's i don't know sometimes i want to call brandon too but that nigga doesn't like to talk but yeah sure 
Yeah, I think it's an adult thing. It's like, like even those people who, you, who like, I can think back of people when I was a kid who I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that's my brother. But we hadn't experienced life enough and we didn't know ourselves enough to really say that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it thrown around a lot, like, oh, that's my brother. Yeah. But it's not, it's not in a connection way of, like, I feel like with you, it was, like, after college. It was, like, if I'm trying to pinpoint it, I don't know how the hell to pinpoint it. Yeah. But you, it was, like, when you were done with college, because we were always close, but there were some years that we didn't talk a lot. Then when you popped out of college, then it was like, damn, like, we really are trying to help each other progress. That's I know it. you have my best interests. I have your best interests. And and again, with me, it's not it's not hard for me because I don't have a lot of family, like, that I consider family like that. So I, I know what fucked up family looks like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hear you. And friends. Both. Yeah, both. So the word respect, that changes a lot with, with relationships. It changes a lot with time. It changes a lot with within your family dynamic. You talked about it. Uh, I think it was last week or the week before with your, your grandma and not cussing around her because that was respect. Um, do you feel like there's certain things you do with some family that's respect and then other family, if you do the same exact thing, is disrespect? Like with one family member, it's more respect and one. Um, well, I guess, that, like I said, like the dynamic changes between like family members, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's different. Like I can't go slap the back of my uncle's neck like, like, like that. can you imagine me slapping on Carl's neck or something like he'd be pissed he's still strong as hell he'd probably just wrap me up and squeeze me I'd be like oh shit I can't do anything but like <laughs> yeah I feel like it just changes in between like people so like the respect just goes based off of like the relationship you have with that person like some some people you could just talk a lot of trash to some people you can't you know what I mean like some will find it disrespectful some won't like my grandma can cuss me out in Creole, right? And I'll just repeat what she says. And she'll just, boy, don't she talk to me like, like, but it's all playful, it's all joking, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I feel like it changes like between person to person. When your grandma got a Facebook is when my view of her changed in a good way. Because Completely especially- Completely, because she goes on her rants and she'll cuss people out and just go Man. off any and every. Yeah, she was I, like everybody who supported Trump was such a bitch, and she wanted them to know. And, and she it was, let them know you're like she didn't pull any punches on. Anything. I I stopped clicking the comments because I was like, this is I don't know if I'm allowed to listen to this. Oh my god, I'm not allowed to read this. She straight up said she told my old coach, who's been a family friend since like he was what elementary school. F off, you're never welcome in this home again. Don't you talk to me. Just went off. Like, wow. yeah. Grams didn't play. No, she hated me for a while. That's because oh. of what you did. I didn't do anything. It was a joke. I'm not getting into this here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not doing this here. So we're, we're, <laughs> Who so, does that? So when, when, uh, when family dynamics change, right? Yeah. When you have a relationship with a parent, um, I know for me with my mom, like it was hard to to have that that switch that transition from me being the child her being the adult me trying to push boundaries but i'm still a kid and then you become an adult and it's like how do i have this relationship because i didn't have a a friendly relationship with my mom in my teen years like we didn't get along at all so then it's like now i'm an adult how do we how do we have this different relationship and i feel like a lot of people struggle with that because you don't want to talk back i mean i always talked back i was i was an asshole but you don't want to talk back you don't want to be disrespectful but at the same time you're an adult and you want to be treated like one yeah how, how have you navigated that or have you done that like with with your own mom with your grandma with your grandpa have you navigated that um 
I don't know. They've they've kind of they've kind of helped me grow. Like if if that makes any sense. Like I am fortunate enough that my mom is really open to. I guess you could say everything. You know what I mean? Like obviously, like as I've gotten older, like I can say swear words. You know what I mean? As I'm a door around my mom or whatever, blah de blah. But like even when I was younger, like before I started even drinking or before I like smoked weed or did like did anything. My mom was like, if you ever get drunk, just call me. I don't care. If you ever want to try weed, I'd rather have you be around me and try it with me than like around some stupid kids and like do something stupid. You know what I mean? Like she was always like super supportive in everything that I've kind of like done in life. So like, I, I don't know, me and my mom's transition, like as it's gotten older is, it's, it's pretty much the same. Like, I guess I could say I'm just extremely fortunate with that. Like, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's It's been pretty consistent since I was a kid. Okay. So I'm gonna switch, I'm gonna switch uh, topic a little bit to parents staying together when you have a kid, right? Okay. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of propaganda behind this. There's a lot of, you don't need no man. I don't need no man. There's a lot of you know, like you can do it yourself. There's a lot of it's okay if you're 16 and pregnant, push, you know, like there's, there's a lot of propaganda behind it. And I feel like that's like once you're in the situation you're in, it's time to be supportive, right? So, of course, yes, you can do it on your own. Of course, yes, yeah, you're young, but you can make it work. But I feel like there's a switch between understanding a curtain situation and promoting that for other people to think that that's the way to do it. That makes sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, um, having a kid in that dynamic it, it, it's it's really hard especially uh i don't know i feel like we're both gonna have like similar opinions when it comes to like some people say put the kid first right the kid comes first the kid comes first like i feel like the relationship kind of has to come first if you want the kid to have you know what i'm saying like to have that a healthy surrounding or a healthy to see a healthy relationship to have like healthy behaviors around them and if you guys can't get past your that point you know putting you guys like first and then that like it's just kind of like that's hands down like you guys should just separate and just be cordial and the best that you can and just support the kid in every way that you can but also find happiness for yourself because if you're unhappy and you're unhappy together, that's not gonna have a very good effect on your child, period. So you both pursuing happiness and finding happiness, well then in that case, you know what I mean? Like, agreed. Like you guys will be able to provide a good example for your child, if that makes any sense, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've never felt like, that I was stuck. Like even when I do get married or something like that, I'm not gonna necessarily feel like, it's kind of hard to phrase it. How do you feel? I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about the child's place in the family. I feel like like people say like, I'm putting my child first. And when you're talking about happiness, I get it. If you're talking about needs, I get it. When you're talking about wants, you can't do that shit. Like, it can't be, I'm putting my child's wants above the needs of the family. Like, there, there is a hierarchy. Like, whatever the, whoever the two adults are, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have a two-parent household, those two have to come first. That relationship has to be solid 
so you can continue to love that child so you can continue to nurture that child you can't have the foundation crumbling which is the parents you can't have that crumbling and be like well we're going to keep putting the child first like that it doesn't make sense like no so why do you think so many people actually see it the opposite way of like we're unhappy as fuck but we're going to stay together for for the kid let's just do it for the kids do it for the kids do it for the kids like why if if you can be i think a lot of people grow up with one parent i think a lot of people grow up um wishing they had both parents like i didn't have both parents right i never i don't remember that being something in my mind though like to be real like i don't remember having that in my mind i feel like a lot of people want both parents to work like like that relationship to work out so like hey by any means make this work obviously square peg doesn't fit in circle hole right like so you can't you can't do that but at the same time if there's a way to do that i think it's ideal that makes sense can a single mom raise kids hell yeah mine did it right like hell yeah a lot of people did it yes you can did i also um was i also hurt a lot by the fact i didn't have my dad there hell yeah like i i made a lot of mistakes that i wish that i wouldn't have made i'm i like hopefully my son doesn't doesn't make those mistakes because i'm going to be there to help him not make those mistakes you know my definition of a man was all hip-hop negative women were bitches and hoes until i was like 20 right 21 and that that wasn't it's not something i say now with pride but it's something i say as just a realization of what the fact was like that's how i thought i'm supposed to talk to women you know what i mean and and so so i just feel like there's there's a lot of misconceptions there's a lot of negative things that are pushed in that and i think that there's certain people who have made it who say like look i did it you can do it too which again once you're in a situation then it's like yes you have to have pride in that know that you can do it but this isn't ideal so you think it's like a that, that's pretty deep so you think it's like a misery loves company kind of thing why people will be as unhappy as hell and still stay in a relationship like look i had to suffer through this because i got with this person we had a kid i'm unhappy this is this it's affecting the kid so you know what i mean you gotta take responsibility and stay unhappy too if you decide to have a kid with this woman i, th- I think some of it is that we have to we have to just be honest like we need honest like this this whole platform if you want to call it that of me and you talking is to try to have honest conversations more than a hundred characters or whatever that you can put on twitter more than just making a statement no hits me 25 if you f- join in like we 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 would love other people to join in so we'd actually want to hear your opinion and how you feel so if you want to join in please do if you don't if you're uncomfortable definitely get it as well but we would love to have you join into the conversation and thank you for for sharing your comments as well even if you don't want to um there's no lesson there's no lesson on parenting so like that's real so a lot of things is like you try to teach different different techniques like if you're in a position to do that or you try to be there for other parents or you try to like there's no manual like people say right so it's trying to understand what works for your family dynamic. If two parents, I, I I will always believe that if two parents can can raise that child, that child's gonna be better off. There's a balance. Like we, for sure, everybody can do what they do, but there's a balance and there's a reason we are the way we are. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like like there are different things. Like like I watch my wife the way she is with my son. She does shit I can never do. Like I don't have it in me to to do all the shit she does. I don't. Yeah. I'm not making excuses because I'll be there and do the other shit. Right. Yeah. So. So it's it's an even thing, but we balance each other out. So if you can have two parents, I think that's that that that's ideal. And I feel like the concept of saying otherwise is wild to me. Like, can you do it? Yes. Like, can you run a marathon with one foot and you hop? Sure. I'm sure some people can do that shit. Would it not be better to have two feet? 
Yeah. It seems obvious, right? Yeah. What do you think the best situation is? What do you think the best outcome is? Like if, if not you, but somebody has a, a baby with somebody and you find out like, look, this isn't going to work between us two. We have this child now. What do you think the best way to move forward once that realization hits is? Um, I feel like it, it's communication. I feel like you really have to like sit down with that other person and communicate like, hey, listen, this is where we are. Like whatever bad blood that we had or led us to the situation of separating, like let's let's really put this down. Like let's really like just just kill this right now for the sake of the child and go find happiness. You know what I mean? Like I, if, if it's with somebody else, it's with somebody else. But like still like let's come together to teach this child like proper values or teach this child to be there for the child support the child help the child through this and just give the child i guess you could say everything the child deserves or if you never had that you know what i mean like i've never had a father you know what i'm saying so like the person i'm with or the person that i have a child with if we don't end up working out I promise you, I will sit down with that person and I'll be like, hey, I know things didn't work out, but whatever we went through, like this doesn't fall upon the child. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is on us, but like, I'm going to be here. I'm, I'm not gonna be anywhere. I want you to be here. I want us to, you know what I mean? Teach this child, like, even if it doesn't work out between us, like you can still be happy. You could still have a happy home. You could still have, everything that you would have gotten if we were still together you know what i'm saying so yeah definitely and in some cases to be honest it might even be better because like now you have what two dads two moms you know what i mean like kid gets extra spoiled yeah i, I feel like there's a since there's dad healthy relationships for the sake of the child but don't let the drama and others influence you, you negatively yeah, for sure. A lot of people, a lot of people will hurt their child in, in an attempt to hurt the other parent. It'll be, look, your other parent ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. Wild. And it's like, you're not understanding you're hurting your child by doing that. For one, your child is half that person. So if you're teach, teaching that child to hate their other parent, you're teaching that child to hate themselves. And at some point, there's going to be a realization of that in that child's mind. Then also, do not want your child to have a relationship with both parents, like, even if you hate that other person, if that other person's not abusive, if that other person isn't gonna put your child in harm, is it yeah. not better for your child? Looking through your child's eyes, I love mom and I love dad. Is that not better? Yeah. That's definitely better, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just read the comment too. That's definitely better, you know what I mean? Like, as long as it's not, like you said, you hit the word toxic, you know what I mean? Like then obviously having both parents is gonna be or parents that can get along is obviously going to be better. Why do you think people find themselves in a situation where they're using their child as a pawn in their games to try to hurt the other parent? Do you think there's like one reason for that? Or do you think there's multiple different reasons? Resentment. Like it could be whatever happened within that relationship. You know what I mean? The other person just can't let go. They can't let go of how they got done wrong or what they were put through or this or that. Or it's like, okay, well, you did this, you did this, now you deserve this, and I'm gonna make sure this happens this. It's just, it's a bunch of resentment. That's that's kind of how I see it. And, and have, I think it's having a narrow view too. It's not it's not understanding like, oh, you wanna see your kid? Ah, I can keep your kid from you and that'll make you unhappy. But it's never looking down. It's never looking down at your kid. Dude, but sometimes it's like, 
they can still see that and still not care. Like they're just, they're blinded by resentment. It's, I think it's prioritizing too. You're prioritizing hurting this other person over loving your child. Yeah, I think people people need to be careful who they have kids with. I feel like there's there's, but you you know, I say that there's no messaging of that. Like the yeah. messaging is like willy nilly, just just have at it, right? Which I mean, people do the thing. Like you do your thing. You're an adult. You do your thing. But there needs to be some messaging of, you know, think about it for a day. You know, like like something. Have a conversation with this person. Something. I'm not saying you have to be married. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not I'm not the the prudest human being in the world. But just be a little mindful. That's it. These things can happen. You know, like you wear a seatbelt, wear a seatbelt. Like, you know, you hopefully you don't get in a crash. But if you do, hopefully you're wearing your seatbelt. Yeah. You know, strap up, you know, <laughs> strap up. That's real. But it's real. Who, who's saying that? Though? Like, where's that message at? Um, It's not in music, because to be honest, I oh shit, I was listening to something the other day. That's why I don't listen to music nowadays. Like to be honest, like it it's gone it's gone so far that it blows my mind that people actually still listen to the shit that they're listening to. Like some dudes blatantly just straight up said like, Oh man, I'm about to get high tonight and I'm about to bust in this girl. If we have a kid, she's set. If she's not, whatever. Like literally damn near word for word. And I'm like Wait, wait, what is, what is it? What are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you saying? Like, do you realize like the gravity of your words, or do people even realize the gravity of the words that they're hearing? It's, it's yeah, they're not understanding what what what's coming into their to their no, mind. We could have a whole topic about who actually controls music and the messaging behind music uh, and why we're setting people up. Everybody who is in this live right now, we, I promise you that is something you're gonna want to tune into because uh, music is something we are extremely passionate about. So when this topic comes around, oh, you're either gonna love me or hate me. It's either gonna be preach or block this cat. Oh my god! My goodness. So, so when we talk about uh, the 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 two parents, you don't have to. So you split, right? So two parents or two people, you have a baby, you split because you found out like this isn't working out, right? So you split. You don't have to love that other person, but just I'm just kind of reiterating. But you have to respect them enough for your child. Like the respect level has to be high enough if the love for your child is there as well. Like, the, like, Thanks. yeah. People don't understand. Like, it's half you and half them. I already said it. It's half you and half them. Like yeah. that. That is who your child is. So, I said something on on Twitter last year on uh, Father's Day because I was like, to me, like the father thing is huge. Like not having a father is huge. Having an opportunity to have a father is to be a father is huge. Have an opportunity 20, 30 years from now to be a grandfather is huge. Like that's something like that's huge to me. So it was on Father's Day and I said something about, about deadbeat dads, right? Like, today is not for you, deadbeat dad, right? And people was killing me for it, like, I want to be there for my kid, but the girl won't let me. I want to be there, are you, who are you calling a deadbeat? You know, like, things like that. What is your definition of a deadbeat dad, or am I misinformed? Um, I feel like a, a deadbeat dad would be a dad that doesn't want to be there for the kid. Like, kind of hand, like, hand in hand like okay so my personal experience right because i i'm pretty much an open book like i met my biological father when i was 30. like i always had my older brother besides the fact when he went away and i always had my grandpa you know what i mean and i always paid attention to what other people were doing i don't know but like i met my biological father he kind of kept going on of like 
oh man, I wish I was there to have raised you doing this and this and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, look, you didn't get that opportunity, but I'm here now. It's like, do you want to have a relationship or not? You know what I'm saying? So like, I put it out there, like, hey, you have a choice. You found out you had a son, came out of nowhere, but it's kind of like, yo, do you want to actually have a relationship moving forward or not? And I'm not saying that like he's a Debbie dad. I have no idea how he would have acted if he would have met me like when we were younger, right? But like, in my opinion, if I found out a kid, I don't give a fuck what age I am. If I found out a son, I'd be like, yo, I didn't raise you, but I still want to kind of know the man that you became. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Did still he, curious. I, I see if we could have like any sort of relationship moving forward. Cause like we found out we both fish, you know what I mean? We both like outdoors, like nature, shit like that. It's like, we could have bonded over some shit. But the fact that he never, I don't know, he, did, he didn't want it. It was kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? Did he know about you before? Like, like the whole, like when you were born, did he know he has a son here? Like, did he know the whole 30 years? To be honest, I don't know. But when it comes to, and that's, that doesn't fall on him. But when it comes to like a Debbie dad, it's somebody that does. Like they know they have a child, especially like if you grew up without a father. If you, I feel like that is probably the weakest shit to me like in a man like that I could ever see if you grew up without a dad and then you have a kid and then you're not there for that kid like that's probably the weakest shit ever yeah that's it goes putting hands on women and then that yeah. to me like like that that's 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 the order yeah. that's I and I, I hate the excuse like I didn't have a dad I don't know how to be a dad no then you know exactly how to be a dad exactly. what did you want growing up like do the opposite everything of the that shit you, that you had everything that you've ever wanted just do that for your child you know what i'm saying like you wanted love you wanted someone to take you to the i don't know fishing you want someone to take you to the skating rink should take your kid to the skating rink like just be a father thank you for listening to the two opinionated podcast episode five family matters make sure to subscribe or follow so you don't miss episode six redefining yourself much love to my brother cryptic for the background instrumental We'll be back same time next week.